Today was former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's last day at the Capitol before he resigns at the end of the year from Congress. There was a going away party for him, but he wasn't invited. Yes, but only because he's white. Turns out the Democrats put together the invitation list, and you know how they are. Racist and anti-Semitic. Democrats. Kind of crazy. At least we have that Civil War movie to look forward to. It's like a training video for the Democrat Party, as I understand it. But I start off on, you know, a Democrat note. Get get your late night TV people trying to be humorous and consistently failing. Speaking of Democrat racists and (laughs) anti-Semites, they uh, threw me another bucket full today (laughs) because it's what they do. At the Arlington National Cemetery, perhaps you have heard of it, just across the river from Washington, D.C., across the Memorial Bridge from the Lincoln Memorial, uh, a great American, uh, a solemn location, a wonderful location. And uh, it was created during the Civil War. Uh, The cemetery started with graves around Robert E. Lee's mansion. They changed the name of the Robert E. Lee mansion. They now call it Arlington House. Because, you know, they were denying the Democrat Party lineage of Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy. But after the Civil War, in fact, I think it was 1906, they unveiled a, uh, Woodrow Wilson was there, a reconciliation memorial, a large and beautiful bronze sculpture, a, uh, an artwork in the, uh, in the middle of Arlington National Cemetery. Reconciliation was about uh, all these years later, 1865, when the Republicans defeated the Democrats in the Civil War. And then in 1906, the Reconciliation Memorial was unveiled at Arlington National Cemetery. The Democrats are planning on tearing it down, the Biden administration, and because the, they're the Taliban. You know, they're the, and also they want to erase their actual history, the history of the Democrat Party. They don't want anybody to know that they were the Confederates in the Civil War and that Jefferson Davis, who had been a Democrat member of the House of Representatives, became the president of the Confederacy. And then uh, after the war, long after the war, still reconciliation was something that we desired. Well, the Democrats today, they don't desire reconciliation of any kind. They they uh, desire conflict and hostility and, and uh, lots of name-calling and and so on. And they require all the stuff in your store, which they'll come through and loot. Uh, speaking of which, you see the fun moment in California. A bunch of Democrats rushed a store, young men. Uh, and uh, what was the description of the young men, Michael? And they rushed a store in California to steal everything in the store, a group of young men. And a, a 70-something-year-old man, but not even the owner, but that works there, was behind the counter. And his German shepherd was, uh, it, uh, it was out boarding uh, I think he was getting a little medical attention, but his big German shepherd wasn't with him that day. I wonder if the criminals knew that. Uh, but the 70-something-year-old man whipped out his pistol in California, you know, and uh, he he didn't shoot and kill them all. So it's, you know, it's not a perfect story, but, but he did whip out his pistol and drew down on the criminals that rushed the store, and he scared them away. He scared them away. And now uh, Democrats are out to get the the man in the store, because he's the villain of the story, not the criminals, because the problem is not our guns, it's your sons, as we know. 
that is a uh, that's kind of a good one. And that's one of uh, several stories. Nice lady in in uh, Tampa, Florida, Tampa, um, and she's from Chicago. She's visiting Florida, and she talked to Fox News about the crime in Chicago. Got that coming up too. Oh, and Chicago, the city council, they had a little meeting. They had a meeting. Can you call it a powwow? They had a powwow, and um, and people, taxpayers, voters came in, and they're demanding that the city uh, stop calling itself a sanctuary city because they've been overrun by illegal aliens, and all the police stations and the airports are just there. Uh, illegal aliens sprawled out all over the place. Winter is coming. They, they don't have, I think that's where they had the Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving. And the long lines of illegal aliens meant that the the uh, people of Chicago that pay taxes and live there, people in need that would line up for a free Thanksgiving dinner with their family, they didn't, they didn't get any Thanksgiving dinner. So no Thanksgiving dinner for you. So the people showed up at the city council meeting uh, demanding that they, they stop calling themselves a sanctuary city. Uh, and the city council said, screw you, there's, there's no democracy for you. There's no turkey dinner for you on Thanksgiving. There's nothing for you. Get out of our city hall. Because you know why, Michael? Because they're Democrats. That's the reason. The Democrat Party has <clears throat> Democrat Party's become a real problem in the United States of America for all list of uh, reasons. It's, you know, uh, Joe Biden is out. You MAGA extremists are destroying our democracy. Well, it's a constitutional republic, but... But that aside, I'm sorry, we're the ones looting all the stars. We're the ones carjacking everybody. We're the ones shooting everybody, driving the, the crime rates up in city after city that people are fleeing. We're the, we're the ones selling the fentanyl and, and with the open border. Uh, no, that's, that's the Democrat Party. Yeah, you should instruct your kids to stop shooting everybody. That'd be a good start. How about that? Uh, and here in Washington at the White House, just some of the things I want to touch on today. At the White House, they had this, you see this Dorrance, Dorrance dance. Did you see the one with the Satan head? One of them had like a goat head that looked like the Satan Memorial and the Iowa State House. Speaking of which, somebody went in and decapitated the, the Satan Memorial in the Iowa State House because they're not pro-Satan like the Democrats are. Uh, but the Dorrance dance troupe with their fun-colored tights. Uh, we're dancing around the White House for a video, and it turns out that this dance troupe—it's a troupe with an E—and the uh, this uh, troupe—they're crazy, radical, racist, anti-American leftists, which is naturally why the Biden White House picked them to be the centerpiece of their Christmas video, prancing around the White House. And they're anti-police, pro-criminal. Uh, what else are they? Pro-Black Lives Matter, uh, anti-white people. And that's uh, the people that they invited to make the Christmas video at the White House because the Democrat Party, in this case represented by the Biden White House, the Democrat Party is demented. So we got that going for us. Uh, Also at Harvard, you see at Harvard, it's Hanukkah, you know, and uh, uh, they have a menorah about seven feet high at uh, Harvard University. And you see Claudine Gay, the president who won't go away, even though she's a virulent anti-Semite, smirking, smug, uh, unacademic, and unimpressive to everyone, but, uh, you know, a DEI hire. She came out and she lit the menorah with a tiki torch. Did you see that? And uh, 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 tiki torches for chanting the Jews will not replace us, isn't that the... And she came out with a tiki torch 
just like the the tiki torch was uh, symbolic. It was a a subliminal message by President Gay, which is fun to say, isn't it? And uh, she came out and she lit the menorah with a tiki torch. And she didn't say it out loud, but you could see the little wheels turning. And if you read her lips, she was mumbling, the Jews will not replace us. That was kind of weird. And the uh, now the, the, the people, the synagogue, the Jewish group that provided the menorah at Harvard University, where they have all this anti-Semitism, they've been instructed by the university, by Harvard University, to take down to remove the menorah every night because they're pretty sure that when the sun goes down, uh, Democrats at Harvard would come, come storming in on horseback with tiki torches, yelling the Jews will not replace us, and vandalize the menorah. So the, the Jews, they've been told to take in the menorah every night during, during uh, you know, Hanukkah, which they call Holocaust at the, uh, at the Harvard University. So they've got to take it down because they're sure it would be attacked and vandalized. That's, that's your Democrat party. That's Harvard. That's a Democrat institution. Pretty amazing. In the meantime, in New York, the Republicans in the House of Representatives expelled George Santos. He's a big, fat liar, and he made stuff up. Uh, he did vote uh, reliably, reliably Republican. So the Democrats would have kept him if it were in their wheelhouse, and he had voted reliably Democrat. But the Republicans got rid of him. He's a man of no integrity and no honor, and he lies a lot. He's a perfect politician in Washington, I think. They got rid of him, and now the Republican Party has picked a— uh, an amazing woman to run for that seat in a special election. And um, she's amazing. She's from Ethiopia. She's Jewish from Ethiopia, was evacuated by Israel from Ethiopia with her family years ago when they uh, extracted 14,000 Jews from Ethiopia that were under constant threat from the Muslims there and uh, brought her to Israel. And she grew up in Israel, kind of an interesting story, joined the IDF, when she turned 18, the Israeli Defense Force, and uh, she met her husband there, moved to the United States. She's an elected official in New York now, and she is being tapped, as they say, by the Republican Party there to run for the George Santos seat, which is currently open in the House of Representatives. The Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, will naturally smear her and slander her and make up lies about her because they're racists. Now, she was born in Ethiopia. One of the things I found interesting that I read about her is she and her family don't know exactly what year she was born because it's Ethiopia. They don't know what year it is. That's why, you know, that uh, 25-year-old guy uh, who, what do they call Mr. Beast on the internet on YouTube, he went over to Africa and dug a hundred wells in, I think, five different African countries providing fresh water for the first time in the modern age to a half a million people in Africa. And uh, I, we, I was talking about this the other day. When do you think they'll have running water in their homes? No time soon. How about uh, toilets in their homes that flush? Uh, that'll be even longer. Uh, pretty got to have a major plumbing system for all that stuff. Uh, and this 25-year-old to make a 10-minute video went in and dug 100 wells to provide fresh water to... 500,000 people in five different African countries. Where's the so-called United Nations? Where where are all these uh, so-called NGOs, non-governmental 
organizations that are supposed to do this stuff. A 25-year-old YouTuber does it like that. That was me snapping my fingers. Like that. Uh, For the sake of making a 10-minute video. You know, not all cultures are equal. I don't know if you've picked up on this. But I noticed this because this remarkable woman from New York, who is now going to be running for uh, the Congress as a Republican, and she used to be a Democrat, too, for a while, but then she opened her eyes, and she's an amazing Israeli-American IDF woman, paratrooper, and the Democrats will slander her and smear her and do everything they can to destroy her because that's what they do. But reading about her this morning, I found it interesting that her family doesn't know what year she was born because no fresh water, no running water, no schools, no books, don't know what year it is. Welcome to the 21st century in uh, major swaths of Africa. Pretty amazing stuff. Also, did you see in uh, Virginia, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, a Democrat was elected to the school board. Democrat was elected to the school board in Fairfax County. And the Democrat was being sworn in as a school board member the other day. Said, I don't want any Bible in here. Because he likes the Satan uh, altar in the state house in Iowa better. No Bible for my swearing in. I'm going to swear in on a stack of gay child porn books that he claims were banned from uh, someplace. They were pulled from school library shelves because not all parents want their little boys being taught how to be male prostitutes uh, in the first grade. But the Democrats, that's what they want. So this Democrat was sworn in, and it turns out he's not the only one. And in fact, uh, he's not original either. He's got a tiny little brain in addition to everything else because some other Democrat school board members had already been sworn in weeks ago on a stack of gay child porn. And and make no mistake, it's not just child porn. It's not just gay porn. It's gay child porn, graphic child porn. You know, with all the drawings, the cartoons. And if you had photographs that were identical to the drawings, the, to the cartoons in these books, you would literally go to prison for the photographs. But they're drawings, so the Democrats are sworn in on these things. Quite remarkable. Quite remarkable indeed. Also, one of the FBI agents behind the Donald Trump is a Russian agent colluding with Russia. One of the FBI agents, Charles McGonigal, you may remember his name. He was one of the frauds that perpetrated the crimes against President Trump and the American people, falsely claiming Russian ties. Well, guess what? He was just sentenced to more than four years in prison for, guess what, colluding with Russia. You see, the Democrat Party, actually the party colluding with Russia, quite remarkable stuff. We are at 888-630-9625 on this Friday morning. Go ahead and join in. 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games. The news media is very angry this morning, like Marvin the Martian, very, very angry that Melania Trump will be hosting a uh, new citizens naturalization ceremony at the National Archives today. And the media is angry. They should probably self-immolate before it's too late, don't you think? It's a new trend among Democrats, self-immolation. But first, let's go to the telephones. Let's talk to the nice people. Let's see. Let's go to James calling from Tyson's Corner in Virginia. James, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, sir. Um, Appreciate the the opportunity to be able to share this quote. And it's very simple. I predict that the dividing line will not be the Mason and the Dixon, but between patriotism and intelligence on one side and superstition, ambition, and ignorance on the other. That was Ulysses S. Grant, and that was 1875. I'll turn it back over to you, and thank you very kindly for taking my call. Wow, that is uh, that is something, Ulysses S. Grant. And 1865, you said, James? Uh, he's gone. He came in. He he, he dropped his uh, Ulysses S. Grant bomb, and, and, uh, and he's on. Uh, that is a wonderful quote. I'm going to go find it. I don't think I've heard that quote before. Not Mason Dixon. Well, we are, um, yeah, patriotism and ignorance. Yeah, that's very interesting. I'm going to go find that. I'm going to go find that, James, that Ulysses S. Grant quote. Um, an underappreciated man, a, a fascinating and interesting man. As I understand it, he enjoyed a drink, too. I don't think he was even Irish, but he enjoyed a drink. And uh, the general, the president, Ulysses S. Grant, he wouldn't tear down the reconciliation monument at Arlington National Cemetery, I'm pretty sure. But the Democrats of today, because of their ignorance and because of their tendency toward violence and their destructive approach to our our wonderful our wonderful history, our great history, they want to destroy uh, the United States by destroying our history. Like, and they are very Taliban-like in their approach. You know, they've been tearing down statues across America for years now because they're very destructive and contemptuous of our nation, of our history. And, of course, they want to remove uh, all reminders of what the Democrat Party is. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. We went and uh, looked up and grabbed the Ulysses S. Grant quote that James shared with us from Tyson's Corner, Virginia. And absolutely true. If we were to have another contest, that's a euphemism, 
In the near future of our national existence, U.S. Grant said, I predict that the dividing line will not be Mason and Dixon's, but between patriotism and intelligence on the one side and superstition, ambition, and ignorance on the other side. Ulysses S. Grant. That's a darn good quote. Michael printed it out on the fancy printing machine on a big, uh, big print, and I actually uh, taped it on the wall behind me. It's a good one, next to a great Albert Einstein quote and an Elena Gorakova quote about the communists. Uh, also, the Benito Mussolini line on what is fascism. I have these things pinned up over here. That's what I have. And a poster behind me that I got at a protest in Washington, D.C. that has an AK-47, uh, just the barrel of an AK-47, and the barrel of an M-16 with uh, roses in the barrels. It made me laugh at the protest. Uh, it's, uh, I think the commies put it together because the commies, they make the best posters. They do. And they have their union print shops and stuff. Normal people are busy doing other things, not launching revolutions like we're watching now in the United States. And that Civil War movie, I think it's getting a little attention. We were first uh, to go public with that, that I saw anyway, with that trailer. And uh, now I think it's popping up uh, here and there. Did it on my Newsmax show last night uh, also, as a matter of fact. The Right Squad on Newsmax, 10 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Now there's uh, another call I, uh, I want to go to. And then I want to get back to Melania Trump because... I think the caller sets up the Melania Trump story pretty well. Let's go to Kevin calling from Fairfax, Virginia. Kevin, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Uh, good morning, Mr. Plant. A hey, long time, second time. <laughs> Lots of heavy topics the last couple of weeks, but perhaps uh, a bit of a diversion because it is uh, Ides of December, Christmas is around the corner, and it's time to think about a Christmas gift from the Chris Plant store. I have uh, two suggestions and giving credit or credit is due, one comes from a caller into your program, Ed from San Diego, back in September, who said, Chris Plant, planting the seeds of education. And, of course, you could put something in front of education, seeds of right education or conservative education. I'm sure your team will know what to say. The second was a caller to another program on a different station who simply said, socialism. You can vote your way into it, but you have to shoot your way out of it. And and lastly, Uh uh, Army's victory over Navy in last Saturday's football game was a gift to America. As a result of Navy's loss, the Navy football team won't go to the White House, and the American public won't be subjected to another huge whopper from Lunch Bucket Joe relating how Navy recruited him to play football and replaced <laughs> Roger Staubach as the quarterback. <laughs> and it's always uncomfortable if Hunter uh, is there, and even if he's not there, since Hunter was kicked out of the United States Navy after repeated cocaine abuse uh, incidents. And, That's right. And it's kind of awkward to have, you know, if Hunter is there. And we don't know where Hunter is. He came and he had that little uh, dog and pony show staged by the radical left up on Capitol Hill the other day. And then he went away in his uh, heavily armored SUV provided by the Secret Service and uh, the lazy press. We don't know. Is he staying in the White House? Did he go to the Four Seasons? Did he get on a private jet and go back to Malibu? 
Uh, nobody covers anything because our media is the most corrupt institution in America. Yes, where is Hunter? Where is Hunter? Where is Hunter? We should, maybe that'd be a that'd be a T-shirt too. And I You're tell right. you. That's- you know, Kevin, the the uh, the saying uh, socialism, you can vote your way into it, but you have to shoot your way out of it, is a good old saying, a good old uh, tried and true saying, and it comes from people that have experience with this. Uh, when when we were talking about this, it's on the uh, big it's on the big screen here because Jasmine put your uh, on the put, big board on the big board. That's right. Put your uh, put your thought on the big board so you can vote your way into it, but you have to shoot your way out of it. Uh, socialism. And the left, they love socialism. You know, Lenin said the goal of socialism is communism. And that, generally speaking, is absolutely true. Bernie Sanders, Democratic Socialist, honeymooned in the Communist Soviet Union, not on our side, uh, got a lot of followers. Who was it? We had another socialist uh, Democrat uh, in the news the other day as well. <clears throat> but Michael said, where we're looking at it, he said, well, you can shoot your way out of it, or you can take a small boat to escape it. A little Cuba reference, getting getting out. You have to escape socialism once it sinks its teeth into into you and your country, because. And with that, Kevin, good stuff. Socialism, you can vote your way into it, but you have to shoot your way out of it. Great stuff, and it might might make a great T-shirt or coffee mug or both. Um, and so, Kevin, if you see it on the Chris Plant store anytime soon, uh, you can say, "See, I did that." And that'd be fun. I like that. That's good stuff. So thanks, Kev. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And the, uh, that, re- that brings me to Melania Trump, who escaped the glories of socialism as a, uh, as a younger woman. Uh, Melania Trump, born in 1970 in Slovenia. She was born in Slovenia. She's a model because we didn't know it during the Soviet days, but there are lots of beautiful women behind the Iron Curtain. <laughs> it's just that when you grow up in socialism, you look like you're rolled out of a trash heap for your whole life until you escape to the West. And then you, you know, take a nice shower, get a good haircut, get some uh, cosmetics, and you look like Melania Trump. That's the difference between the Western world and the Soviet socialist world. But uh, Slovenian-born American model, businesswoman, first lady of the United States, 2017-2021. And uh, she is a wonderful and uh, beautiful person. Slovenia was then uh, part of Yugoslavia, which fell apart and turned to, to war with uh, Serbia, Serbia and Bosnia, Herzegovina and stuff. I, certain, I spent a certain amount of time there myself in the 1990s during the, the dust up there, going in and out with secretaries of defense and, and so on and, in Yugoslavia and Bosnia and Sarajevo and, and Tuzla and Task Force Eagle and, and Croatia and all that stuff. When I was a news guy, I was going in and out of there. Uh, plenty. I was covering the Pentagon. And now the news media is angry because Melania Trump is in the news today. Um, it is it is uh, kind of an amazing story. The, the left wing uh, Politico, for example, has the headline, why is the National Archives hosting Melania Trump at naturalization ceremony? <clears throat> why, why? And then they've got an angry little story about this. Melania Trump welcomes you to America, comma, for some reason. Her husband is accused of swiping archives property, but she's set to star in a winning photo op. God, they have pea brains. They're bitter. This is Michael Schaefer, 
who I assume is a radical left-wing extremist at the Politico magazine, a left-wing rag in Washington, D.C. And they attack and attack and attack, and they attack Donald Trump. Well, they, this guy and his editors, Michael Schaefer, a charlatan and a fraud. So how did it happen that a resident of the same Mar-a-Lago estate whose bathrooms were used to store thousands of allegedly ill-gotten archives documents won an invite to speak in the same room as the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. You mean the uh, recent First Lady, the last First Lady, who escaped communism and is an immigrant to the United States of America and a great American and a, a gracious and graceful woman who's always been nothing but kind? Uh, but never mind that. For that matter, Politico writes, How is it that a federal agency is giving the spouse of any presidential candidate a star turn in the heartwarming photo op less than a month before the Iowa caucuses? Hey, you should probably get more political. What do you you think? You're a political rapscallion, aren't you, Michael Schaefer? What is the matter with you? You're a bitter man. You wake up bitter. You go to sleep bitter. Oh, you're a leftist. That's right. So you're angry all the time and you hate everyone. That's what it is. Now I understand. You know, Michael, you can vote your way into socialism, uh, but you have to shoot your way out of it. Or, as Michael said, you can get in a small boat and escape it that way. Maybe that's the thing. That's uh, amazing. The archives says Trump, meaning Melania Trump, is there as a result of a personal invitation from archivist of the United States, Colleen Shogan. How dare she? A Biden appointee who got to know the then first lady during a prior stint working with the White House Historical Association. It's so terrible, isn't it? You got another first lady that's an immigrant to the United States that's a beautiful fashion model with a great accent that speaks, what does she speak, six languages? Hey, uh, Michael, how many languages do you speak? What do you look like? What, What communist regime did you escape from? You... You, I, I'm thinking the word pimp, but I don't want to say it, but so I won't. See, <laughs> that was a paralepsis. That's a rhetorical technique known as a paralepsis, where you say what you want to say, but then you say that you're not going to say it, right? It's, a, it's kind of a fun rhetorical technique, the paralepsis. They say Trump was invited in her capacity as former first lady, not as a candidate spouse, Naturalization ceremonies at the National Archives are not a political event and speakers are not invited in a political capacity, a spokesperson told me by email. Did the spokesperson then tell you to shove it? Because they should have. If only it were that easy to define something out of politics. Yeah, if only, Michael, if only we could define your corrupt newspaper out of politics because you're supposed to be in journalism. Honestly, the fact is the optics, they love that word optics, of the archive ceremony are terrific for Donald Trump's presidential campaign. You should really get over it. You're, you're, uh, but this is, and they're bitter about it. And it's not just uh, Michael Schaefer at the Politico. It's a bunch of other radical left-wing dimwits as well. Mm-mm-mm. Just amazing. Amazing stuff. Melania Trump to make rare public appearance with naturalization ceremony. She's a first lady of the United States, the last president of the United States, the most recent president before lunch bucket Joe Biden. 
and she's an immigrant who escaped communism. And we're welcoming a bunch of new citizens who are coming in the right way, the legal way. They're becoming naturalized U.S. citizens because they went through the process. They're not members of MS-13 that the Democrats are waving into the United States across our border. They're not members of cartels who are very grateful for Joe Biden's time in the White House. They're not the mobs of illegal aliens from China and from Iran and Syria that are flowing in across our border by the thousands and thousands, quite literally. These are people from around the world who have gone legally through the process to become American citizens, just like Melania Trump did, you racist miscreant. Just saying. You know, you're a Democrat party. That's your damn, and that's our news media, and our news media is overwhelmingly the Democrat party, and and, you know, and that's why I get out of bed in the morning because we need a counterweight to these disgraceful imitations of journalists. And honestly, it's why I had to leave CNN after 17 years at CNN, 10 years at the Pentagon. I had to leave because I was embarrassed to say what I did for a living when people asked. So I had to change that. Now I'm uh, proud of what I do for a living because. I'm not constrained by the Time Warner Corporation and CNN and the the people that are running that place into the side of a mountain day after day. But uh, but that's me. That's me. And of course, Newsmax and my my five night a week show on Newsmax, the Right Squad, which is uh, more and more fun. I got to say, and it's great, uh, wonderful stuff. I was out to dinner with friends last night, a famous Marine Corps veteran from the Vietnam War, Walt Sides, and his wife, Laura. Wonderful, wonderful. Police officer friend, Paul. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. I'll go with first names. And his wife, Kim, uh, having a great time last night. And uh, talking about their watching the Newsmax show and saying all kinds of nice things about the Newsmax show. I was very appreciative. We went to Philomena's in Georgetown. Or they have the largest plates of Italian food anywhere in the world. We brought some home in the doggy bag, you know. Great stuff. So we got that. Uh, Harvard University got to bring the menorah in at night because the Democrats will attack it and vandalize it. I've got that for you coming up. Wonderful stuff. The uh, wonderful Ethiopian Jew, now an American uh, citizen, naturalized the legal way. Not like the Democrats like it. I've got her for you today, running for Congress in New York, that open George Santos seat. And uh, crime around the country because Democrats. I got that stuff. And uh, and the big change in professional sports in Washington, D.C. What was it that Tony Kornheiser said? Honestly. Does anybody like Tony Kornheiser? You know, personally, I mean personally. Yes, sir. And all kinds of great stuff. We are at 888-630-9625. We very generous Americans have thus far provided, I believe, $113 billion 
$400 million to Ukraine. Joe Biden and the Democrats are now pushing for another $61 billion for Ukraine so that they can continue to kill Russians. Uh, According to U.S. intelligence, about 315,000 Russian troops have thus far been either killed or wounded in combat. Uh, I think that's about $360,000 per killed or wounded Russian uh, troop. Well, there's kind of an amazing story this morning out of Ukraine. There was a, a council meeting in Ukraine, and a Ukrainian government official walked into the council meeting, and uh, the Ukrainians were, were talking and talking and having a nice time. And a man dressed in all black who looks kind of evil walks into the council meeting while people are talking with citizens in the town, it looks like. And the individual dressed in a black suit threw hand grenades on the floor and blew up the room. And what do we have? 20, how many? 26 people wounded. 26 people wounded because the the man who is apparently a Ukrainian government official, a deputy of some sort, decided to throw multiple hand grenades into the... He walked into the room and he threw the grenades and and he's in the room himself, I should add. Um, It's kind of a strange thing to do, but they want another $61 billion. That'll buy a lot of hand grenades. Uh, I'll give them that much. And I want to I'll get into the story with you in just a minute and and uh, play the audio for you and and explain it as we go. But the uh, the Democrats want us to give another sixty one billion dollars without anybody keeping track of where the money is going. Our Secretary of State assures us that ninety percent of it will turn around and just go right back into the coffers of the of the American military industrial complex. Bless their hearts. But that means just of the $61 billion, the other 10% is $10 billion, excuse me, $6 billion, $100 million. And uh, that'll be uh, distributed among friends of, yeah, the Democrat Party. Their return on investment is working out very well. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.